0: welcome to true spirituality network we are focused on spreading the gospel of god's love across the world the bible says there is no fear in love and perfect love casts out every fear as you feed on god's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear worry and anxiety god loves you we're about to go on another amazing ride um today i'll be teaching on the fact that god wants you well and i want to show you from the scriptures that jesus took all of your sicknesses either sickness or sicknesses you choose one but the good news i've come to announce to you today is that jesus took all your sickness on the cross of calvary and i've always said this over and over that the gospel is all about good news Romans chapter 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Salvation in this context is not just talking about the day you go born again. The gospel has power to heal you. So when you go to situations in life, when, you are, when your body experiences pain, the gospel, when you feed on the gospel, it has power to heal you. And it is the will of God for you to be well at all times. God is not the author of sickness. God is not the one afflicting you with sickness. God is not the one afflicting your family member or anybody in your family with sickness. And so I want to preach the good news. And that when you hear it. If you're going through pain right now, something begins to happen on your inside. If you have anybody, any close or distant relative who is going through pain on their body or who has any diagnosis from the doctor, you begin to effortlessly begin to grow faith in the area of healing whereby you can lay hands on them and they will recover. It's in the Bible. This sign is for those that believe. They will lay hands on the sick. Talking about you and I, we will lay hands on the sick. If anybody sick around you, what you should do is not pity party. It's not a hey, uh, what we now do. It's not so all of you not cry at night before you, the person go and sleep or before you go and sleep. That's not what God wants. God wants you to lay hands on the sick. Boy and guy, I pray for my sister. She's not healed yet. have faith. You keep believing. Faith is not I see before I believe. Faith is, I believe, even when it doesn't look like it, I'm still putting my trust in God. Because the just have to live by faith. If you really want to walk with God, you have to understand the mystery of remaining in faith. The Bible says, examine yourself, whether you're in faith. And I always tell people this. The best way to test yourself, whether you're in faith, is to see what you're saying when you go through a situation. If you don't have money, your account, and Now you are shouting, is, oh my God, you are broken. Hey, yeah, God. And then you are posting your other story help me oh you are broke oh, and all of these things people do then it shows you are not in faith if it want to know whether you are in faith when you are when you do have money in your account what do you do you keep declaring philippians chapter 4 verse 19. father i thank you because you will supply my needs according to your riches in glory Father, i thank you because 1, you are my shepherd i shall not want so what you say when you go to situation is what we need that means whether you are in faith your words when you go through pain. So let's assume your your body or doctor told you you have this, or doctor tells anybody in your family he or she has this. What do you guys do? Does, before you guys sleep, do you guys, say, oh my God, you, we well, don't you know what we do. Hey, should you go and prepare your will? You know, nah nah. If you want to know whether you are in faith, when doctor tells you something, you say, Doctor, I thank you. But you know, I I believe God's to report over my life. Only God has the final say over my health. And it's very important to understand that we believe God's word over doctor's word. I'm not against any doctor, but the truth is I have more faith in what the Bible says than what any medical report says. I, I, I can guarantee you. So many times, I've prayed for somebody before who was going through a challenge, and then I prayed for the person. The person went for checkup, and the doctor still said, the person has this challenge. And the person called me and said, you know what? Doctor said, the word of God said, I will believe the word of God one million times than anything the doctor said. So we we'll keep trusting God. We we'll keep having faith. We we'll keep holding on to the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm about to carry you guys on the right. Like I said, the gospel has power to save you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Psalm 103, very popular place in the scripture. Everybody knows that Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. So start from, bless the Lord, oh my soul and forget not his benefit, and everybody knows from verse 1 to verse 2, but verse 3 is one of my favorites. I've preached on this so many times. So Psalm 103, verse 3. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3 says, He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Jesus forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Every single born-again believer must know that all your sins are forgiven. You are not trying to be forgiven. The day you receive Jesus, you receive the forgiveness. In fact, the, the gospel Paul always preached, and Peter, most of the time, is anyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. When you believe in Jesus, you receive forgiveness of sins. It's sad that... We don't have too many people preaching the kind of gospel Jesus wants us to preach today. Forgiveness of sins is one of the main gospel that God wants us to preach. Because long before the time of Jesus, sin has always been a barrier between a holy God and a sinful man. But on the cross of Calvary, Jesus decided to take the sin of the entire universe on his body. And he died for your sins and my sins jesus should not die if he wasn't taking your sin because the wages of sin is death. jesus didn't commit a sin so he shouldn't die legally speaking for god to kill jesus when he wasn't taking your sin then it would be unjust of god But you know god allowing jesus to die because he was taking your sin today is the reason why you are receiving his righteousness your identity is righteousness even when you I have not done everything right. The reason is because you received this gift called righteousness. Because Jesus received all your sins. So he took your sin on his body so that you can receive his righteousness. That's the companion of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The Bible says God made Jesus who knew no sin. Jesus didn't commit a sin, but God made him sin. So that in Christ today, you are the righteousness of God. So Jesus took everything bad so that you can enjoy everything good. He took your place so that you can take his place. He became sin so you can become the righteousness of God. He was punished so that you would never be punished today. If you understand that about the forgiveness of sins, which I have preached radically on this platform, that all your sins are forgiven. Is because Jesus took all your sins? He died for all of your sins. So you can come boldly to the throne of grace. You don't have to live in the shades or the regret of your past mistakes. Because God doesn't remember your mistakes. All things are away. behold, all things have become new. About your life, all things have become new. You don't have to focus on what happened last week. Focus on what is happening in your life now. And That's the will of God for you. So all things have become new. Everything about your life has become new. Behold, all things have become new. Behold, all things have become new. Behold, all things have become new. Behold, That then if you understand that about sins and righteousness, that you are no longer a sinner. Your identity is righteousness. You make mistakes in life, but even when you make mistakes, it doesn't redefine who you are in Christ. Your identity still remains the righteousness of God. Because you make a mistake, doesn't make you the mistake. You are not defined by your mistakes you are defined by god you are not defined by your actions you are defined by your nature in christ you are not defined by your actions you are defined by your nature in christ and your nature in christ is the righteousness of god the reason why so many believers today is one say, Lord, please help me believers think they are trying to be righteous i really wish you have a good preacher who is preaching the radical gospel to you telling you you are not trying to be righteous your identity is righteous in fact it is more easy to live right fruit to live right when you already know that you are being made righteous in christ it is not that easy to live right if you think in your mind that you are trying to be righteous and i be writing lord please make me more righteous no you can't be more righteous your identity is righteousness if you understand your nature is righteousness it becomes easy for you to live right if you don't understand that your nature is righteousness if you think lord please help me and you think you are trying to be righteous maybe in the future maybe be righteous then what you are doing is you are still in your mind identifying with yourself as a sinner and then to live right will be hard. in the sight of god you are forever righteous righteousness is a gift romans chapter five because understand i think verse 17 it says, how much more will those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life? Righteousness is a gift we received at salvation. I didn't even have anyone to teach me that I was already righteous when I cursed it. When I got saved, I thought I have to try and now try my best. But the more I tried, the more I feel as like if I'm not doing enough. But when I understood I am already righteous in Christ and then I am living from the inside out i am living my nature it just became so easy for me and the journey just became so awesome so you are not trying to be righteous you are the righteousness of god in christ this is the only way you can have peace with god the righteousness for you is a gift jesus gave you that gift in fact first corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 or 31 one of the two first corinthians one thirty or 31 says Christ has been made unto us righteousness. He has been made unto you righteousness. So a dear believer, you are already righteous in Christ. You are not trying to be righteous, maybe in the future. No, 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 no. You are already righteous. That's your nature. And because when you begin to identify with who you are in the spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to bear fruit, bear witness with that truth, and then begin to see the fruit of you living right. So we all understand that. All your sins are forgiven if you understand that about your sin all of them being forgiven so now you are the righteous of god the next line says and he heals all your diseases so i come to also announce to you it's the same thing with your health so in life you will go through so many challenges and then there are times whereby you feel as if oh my god my leg has been paining me for the past two days Does that mean you are sick? No. If you say you are sick again, you are negating what Jesus did for you. So it's the same thing. I'm trying to use the concept of righteousness to teach you on the subject of healing. Jesus forgives all your sins. You know what? By dying for your sins. So when Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he took all of your sins. And then if you tell me Jesus took your sins without giving you his righteousness, then you don't have a good opinion about God. Because when he took something from you, he gave you something much more better. He gave you the garment of righteousness. So when Jesus took your sickness as well, he gave you something in return. It's called divine health. So the Bible says in the book of Third John, it says, Beloved, that wish above all things that you prosper and being good health, even as your soul prospers. So now that you are born again in the spirit, your identity has changed as well you are no longer a sickler. you are no longer the one that is always getting sick, you are no longer the one that lives by the report of the doctor but now you are are living by the report of the Lord. Let me read a couple of things in the scripture so I can take this further. thank you Holy Spirit. So just keep it to heart that the same way Jesus forgave all your sins, by the same token he took all your sicknesses, he took all your diseases. Isaiah chapter 53 let us pass the book of Isaiah chapter 53 thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Isaiah chapter 53. I'm gonna start reading from verse 1. The Bible says, Who hath believed her report, and to whom is the harm of the Lord revealed? Few spirituality, who has believed the report of God? God wants you to come to a place where you believe his report over doctor's report. God wants you to come to a place where you believe his report over how you feel. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. You can't live by how you feel. Live by faith, the word of God. Yeah, And the thing with God is God likes to call the things that are not as though they are. I don't want you to identify with what the doctor said. I want you to identify with what the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings says. That's what faith is all about. Faith is all about you believing God's word, irrespective of the circumstances standing next to you. So the Bible says, who has believed a report? Who has believed a report over doctor's report? Do you believe the Lord's report over what they said? Over what doctor said? Over what somebody said? Over what you feel? I'm about to announce to you the report of the Lord. Verse 2 says, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Now, by the way, the, the book of Isaiah fifty-three is one of the Messiah, <laughs> Messiah books in the book of Old Testament. So it's a book that speaks about Jesus. The whole scripture is all about one person, Jesus Christ. It is unveiling the person of Jesus. I'm going to teach about this as well. The academy starts today, so I'm going to teach this much more in the academy. Yeah, but so the book the, the book of Isaiah fifty-three. Unveils the person of Jesus. And then he was talking about what happened to Jesus on his way to the cross and on the cross of Calvary. So the Bible goes understand the verse 2 that he had no form. They beat Jesus so much. Jesus had no form or comeliness. Let me take time to talk about that. Some of you have seen the passion of Christ. You've seen the passion of Christ by the you, you, I believe everybody has seen the passion of Christ to an extent. It's a movie that was centered around the fact that Jesus died and then they beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him, beat him and then they, they gave him, I think, about 40 strokes of beating with um with all these blades and all of those things. But you know, in the passion of Christ, if you if you really, really saw that movie, the first movie, you know, growing up for me, I always tell people that there's no movie I can see that, that can make me cry. Because in my house then, when I was younger, anytime we see a movie in my house that is emotional, my older sister is always crying. So I always make jest of her. I'm like, why are you always crying? It's a movie now. So I always I always boast and pride that there's no movie I can ever see in my life that make me cry. But one time I got to show us passion of Christ in my school. And then when I saw the way they treated Jesus, when I saw the way they took, they beat Jesus, the way they dealt with Jesus, I mean, literally, it was, it was, the think just you, you can just give you you may need time to renew your mind it was uh tragic and then uh, but you know what if you if you've seen that movie you understand what i'm talking about but the truth is that movie with all it still doesn't portray how how jesus suffered for you you know in that movie when they finished beating jesus you could still know that that's still jesus the scripture that can never be broken says in him, He said he had no form nor comeliness. The scriptures making us understand when they <laughs> that when they finished beating Jesus, you you won't rec- we couldn't recognize it was Jesus, he had no form anymore. That means what the scripture portrays is more worse than what the movie portrayed. The movie did their best, they tried, they tried that okay. Well, just went to pain and all of these things, but it was so bad that Jesus took all your sicknesses that when he was done, the Bible says he had no form anymore. It was that serious. He took every single one of them. So you couldn't recognize him anymore. Bible says when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire. That, that's talking about the physical form after they were done. And then that really happened to Jesus. And then verse 3 says, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow, and acquitted with grief. And we hid as it where our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed it not. This was, this was all of these things happened to Jesus, literally, verse four. Surely, I love it when this was like surely. That means confirmed he had borne our griefs. Anybody going through grief right now? Stop going through grief. Stop going through pain. You know why? Because Jesus borne all your griefs. He carried your sorrows Why are you saw you should understand these things. Personally, I'm not okay with the fact that if something has been paid on your behalf, you are still thinking that you have to pay for it. Jesus carried your sorrows. We sing this song. He has taken away my sorrow. Or what is this song you sing? I know there's a song we sing that we, we sing around this form. You don't have to be sad, you don't have to be down. Because Jesus took all your sickness, he took all your grief, he carried your sorrows. Verse 4 says, Yet we did not esteem him stricken. Smitting of God and afflicted. Verse 5 is very powerful. Isaiah 53 verse 5. He says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. Everything he went through, he went through it for your transgressions. That's the reason why Isaiah 3 um, was saying, he forgives all your sins. All your sins are forgiven because Jesus was wounded for all of them. Bible says, he was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his tribes, we were healed. Do you see how this thing works now? The reason why you can never have corona is because Jesus took it. Boy, this is what the doctor said. But I'm telling you, this is what the word of God says. Faith is believing God's report over doctor's report. Faith is believing God's word over your literal physical circumstance. Faith is believing Philippians 4.19 that says that my God will supply your needs according to his riches and glory over you believing what you can see on your bank account. Faith is you believing Psalm 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. I shall not want. Over what your bank statement is saying. You have to understand. That's why the, this particular verse... In the book of Isaiah 53, started by saying, who has believed a report? Whose report do you believe? Do you believe the report of the Lord or do you believe what they said? And it's a very great issue, challenge in, in, in this generation. This generation wants to feed more what they said, what somebody said, what doctor said, what they said in school, what your lecturer said. Your prof does not define you. Your grades in school does not define you the doctor's report does not define you you are defined by the word of god you are fabricated by the word of god you were made by the word of god perhaps in him all things are made in the word of god and now the word of god is saying by the stripes of jesus as that is you have been made healed you are not trying to be healed that's why i took time to explain the other time As, as a believer you are the righteousness of god you are not trying to be righteous righteousness is a gift you receive so your nature is righteousness. You are forever righteous in the sight of God. If you understand that with righteousness, it's the same thing with your health. You are the healed of God. You are not trying to be healed. Boyinka, I'm feeling pain on my body. Speak to your pain because the pain is a stranger on your body. Your body has been purchased. It's not the temple of God. So the Holy Spirit resides on your body. Sickness can reside in the same body. When you begin to feel pain on that body, speak to the pain. The Bible says, whoever speak to your mountain, be down, moved and be cast into the sea without doubting in his heart. It shall be done for him. God wants you to speak to your mountain. You don't have to amplify or magnify your pain. You don't have to magnify your mountain. You have the power of God on your inside. The Bible says, you will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, it says, you heal the sick, you raise the dead, you cast out demons, freely have you received, freely give, so don't identify with who you are in the physical. Identify with who you are in the spirit. If you understand that God has given you authority, if you understand that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now lives in you, how much more will you not quicken your mortal body? Live in the reality of what God says. You carry the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's called resurrection power. So you can't allow just one little headache to weigh you down. You can't allow yourself to be redefined by what the doctor said. So the doctor gave you a report on paper and then you have the word of God written over to years ago, by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Whose report will you believe? This is what Isaiah 53 was saying, verse 1, who has believed that report? Because you will always have to choose either to live by faith or to live by sight. Either to live by what God said or what doctor said. Either to live by what is in the scripture or what is in the doctor's report. But the good news is Jesus took all your sicknesses and you begin to receive this truth. It has power to transform you from your inside out. You are not trying to be healed. If you're born again what you're doing in fact sickness is even coming to come and take you from the consciousness of the fact that you have already been healed in christ and then when you see sickness about come on your body you speak to it say cancer get out of my body because my body is the temple of god and jesus took all my sicknesses you don't have to identify the world there's nothing you can do doctor no don't do pity party personally pity party is just a sign that you have given up on god and then you are beginning to identify with what the doctor said you're beginning to identify with what you you what you can see yeah. than rather than what the word of god says by li- and living by sight and living by faith rather. so once again as 53 verse 5 it's very powerful the bible says he was wounded we should always understand this you don't have to pay for what jesus paid for jesus was wounded was it because he did anything wrong no he was wounded so that you would never be wounded. The Bible says he was bruised for iniquities. So you don't have to bruise yourself. He paid for your sickness, he paid for your sins. You don't have to pay for it. At least jokingly say this. It's like credit card payment. If somebody paid all your debt, then you don't have to pay it again. Why would Jesus pay for something on your behalf and you still again want to identify with that debt? I think you should identify with the fact that you, you've now all your debts are paid rather you identify with the fact that you're still going somebody. Jesus paid for your debt in full. You know, it would, it would be sad if after Jesus died for your sins, and then he still paid, he took all your sicknesses, and you still want to be sick. Sickness is not from God. The Bible says in 4, um, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, it says, our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, and he went around doing good, healing all those that were oppressed of the devil, because God wants you well god wants you well you may not hear this often but that is the good news and this good news has power to transform you. it has power to steer up your faith so that you don't identify with what the doctor said anymore you don't live under the shadow under the fear of oh my god now that you have a dick what if you die you know with fear of sickness graduates to fear of death but jesus took care of all of these things already he doesn't want you to be sick he doesn't want you to die The Bible says in the book of Psalms, the Bible says, with long life, I will satisfy you. Have you read that piece before your scripture? With long life, God wants to satisfy you. He wants to satisfy you with long life. I made a podcast one time, one of my best podcasts. It's an audio mark. You can listen to it. The title is, You Can't Die Until You're Ready to Die. You don't have to live in the in the shadow or in the fear of what they said. No, 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 no. What God says is what like, matters most. You don't have to be, oh my God, everybody's having this, what if I have it? You can't have it. But you can't, doctor said you have it. Then we will speak to the mountain. You will speak. You will say, you know what? I speak to you, disease. You, you have power to speak. You know, I'm not okay with the fact that believers don't see themselves the way God sees them. The Bible says, "You heal the sick." Matthew chapter ten, verse eight. Everybody have access to it. Bible, Adam. Matthew ten, eight. You heal the sick. Most of the time, we see ourselves as if we are weak. As if somebody always have to pray for you. The Bible actually wants you to pray for the sick. This in your scripture. Matthew ten, eight. I'll post it for you guys. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me show you what TPT version of Matthew ten is. See, so it's one of my favorite places in the Scripture. Matthew chapter ten, verse eight. TPT version. Matthew 8 TBT version. Thank you, Father. The Bible says, Matthew 10, TBT, you must continually, this is TBT talking about you must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick. Continually, not just once in a while. The reason why I radically preach on the healing power of God is because I realize if we don't talk about these things honestly, people won't have faith in that area. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. I had to teach on healing on Saturday. That was that was even my message. Because people just have to understand this healing has been paid for. We are not even trying to be healed. We have been made healed in Christ over two thousand years ago. And somebody needs to preach this over and over. And then when you begin to hear on it, faith comes. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says you must continually bring healing to lepers. It's you must always do it always talk about the healing power of god because there's tremendous power in god you can't go to church on sunday and be singing lord you are all powerful there is power in the name of jesus and then on tuesday the doctor told you, you have this and then you are down and then you are crying you are saying oh, my God," doctor said and then you are living in the shadow of what doctor a man says rather feeding on the word of god i thought you said there is power in the name of jesus have you used that power to speak to your health speak to your mountain whosoever speaks to this mountain without that in his heart he says the bible says it shall be done you must continually bring healing to lepers and to those who are sick talking about you and then if bible wants you to bring healing to those that are sick then that means you should by now be effortlessly working in good health bible says and make it your habit make it a continuous habit to break off demonic presence from people it has, You have to fall in love with breaking demonic presence from people by setting people free of their worry. Tell them about the good news of Christ. Let their worry melt away. I radically preach the love of God today because I want to bring demonic presence of fear away from people's life. The Bible says there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out every fear. I want to pump more of the love of God into people's life, and then effortlessly they can't just be afraid anymore. They can't be. No more fear of death because they begin to hear God loves you so much. He will go any length. He will do anything just to protect you. The angel of the Lord encamp around those who fear his name to save them and to deliver them from him. You are protected, coming in and going out. You will not be afraid by noonday, nor terrorized by night. God is with you. God is for you. is not against you. When you hear good news like this, instill up your faith in that area. That's why I'm pumping you good news in the area of your health. says You must raise the dead back to life make it your habit. Continuously heal the sick. And then for the sick, make sure you keep feeding them with the word of God. That's why Jesus, when he started his ministry in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So there is hope for the poor. He says to heal the brokenhearted. So if you're broken, there's hope for you. So Jesus began to tell them what he wants to do for them at different categories of their life. It's the will of God for you to be healed. I'm going to wrap up shortly. I'm taking time to repeat those things to you because in the power, the Bible says the gospel is the power of God that brings salvation. When you hear it effortlessly, you begin to realize God is with you. He is for you. God is not against you. He loves you so much. So he's not the one giving you sickness. He's the one that will save you from that sickness. And then the good news is he has saved you in Christ over 2000 years ago. When you begin to rest in what Jesus did for you, it becomes easy for you to see manifestation. You have been made healed in Christ. So I'm going to take you back again to Psalm 103 verse 3. It says, He forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Another version says, He will forgive. In fact, another version puts it in past tense. He will forgive all your sins and He healed all your diseases. They've been paid for. They've been paid for. You are not trying to beg God now to do it anymore. He has done it. Faith is you believing that you receive what God has given you. In fact, the Bible says fight the good fight of faith. What does it mean? To fight the good fight of faith is to believe that what God has given you, you receive. Because so many these want to shake your faith. So many these want to take you from the consciousness of what God has said about you. From the consciousness of who you are in Christ. Fighting the good fight. It's a good fight because you remain in the consciousness of what God has said concerning your life. That what God has given you, you believe, you still have it. The doctor said, you are sick. You say, no, 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 no. I have the resurrection power of on my inside. The doctor would say, ah, what we can see right now is, 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 is cancer in your lungs, cancer in your breast. You say, no, no, no. That's the Holy Ghost on my lungs. That's the Holy Ghost in my heart. That's the Ghost in my breast. You can't say yes to what doctor said after God just told you something. It is unbelief for you to admit what doctor said rather than what God said. So when people have been diagnosed, they say, "Nope, it is not my." i told you guys over. They've told me before. They say, yeah, Kimika, you have." I said, "I cannot have it. I never prayed about it. It's not a prayer point. I can't just be sick. I can't. Honestly, I don't believe in sickness. I hate sickness so much. I'm not okay with it. When they tell me someone is sick, I just hate sickness so much. They told me you have something. I just smile. Just- I said, "No, I can never have it. I never prayed about it. I didn't do pretty party about it I- because I just can't have it." The only thing in my body is the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells me my body is the temple of God. Any other thing, I don't care who says what, I would never believe it. There was a season of my life whereby I I was feeling pain in my body. And the reason was very glaring, by the way. Um, There was a season, in that particular season, it was around 2020, (laughs) I, I, I had the personal fast in the whole month of March. So I, I skip breakfast and about lunch, I, I only usually eat then, maybe once in, in, in the whole day. So I did that for t- over 30 days consistently. And then, so in April, I, I decided to start eating breakfast again. But because my body system is almost as if it, it just changed its configuration to not taking breakfast again, the first time I took breakfast, after over 20 something or 30 something days, my body began to react to it. So I just began to feel pain in my body. And then i'm like okay what's going on it's like i mean the pain became consistent i wasn't identifying with the pain i just got i would hold my stomach and just speak in tongues i have the healing power of god on my inside i can never be sick i'm not trying to be healed i have been made healed by the by the blood of the lamb i've been made healed over 2000 years ago anytime that pain comes i don't declare the pain i declare the word of god and that's what faith is all about the pain is just an indication for me to remind myself of my Christ. Anytime that pain comes again, I say, I am the, I am healed in Christ. I can never be sick because Jesus took my sickness. So I can't have what Jesus took. For me to think I have sickness, then I am lying or I am denying the fact that I believe that Jesus took it. He took it. So I can't have it. So he took it. So I can't have it. And then for a couple of days, I, the pain will come again. And every time it comes, I declare the word of God. A couple of times I'll be preaching like this at that time i'll be saying god loves you praise the gospel the pain comes through i said no it can never be sick I, I i i never got to a point where i say well, I no 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 it's a good fight of it a fight that if god says you are healed and your pain is you saying shukum, shukum, shukum. look at me look at your pain you say no 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 i believe god's word i can never forget that particular i said okay god you know we are having communion next week monday i'm going to partake in holy communion and today on that monday do i said i'm going to partake in holy communion and i'll be completely healed we partake in Holy Communion on this platform every single week, every single week. And then that week, I just took Holy Communion and that was the end of that pain in my body. That was the end. I never for one, said, eh, maybe it's all awesome. Maybe it's, I don't have time. You know, we know so many things. You're you, you know, not going on Google. What happens when you have this and that? I don't have time. If Jesus took my sickness, I can't be saying I have that sickness anymore. For me to say, doctor said this and I have this, then something is wrong it's unbelief we don't we don't really get so honest with ourselves to tell ourselves the truth but jesus took your sickness he took your corona boyinka doctor said you have corona well who has believed that report whose report will you believe i would never identify with any sickness in my body for you to do then you have unbelief that jesus took your sickness this is how this thing was boyinka my head is literally banging it's paining me maybe it's migraine something is wrong it can never be my grain. For you to think it's my grain, then you are denying that Jesus took it. But you can't desire how I feel. But this is what the Word of God says. You get to a point, you'll have to choose one reality, one report. That's what perhaps says that the man thinking is his heart. So is it. You can't be thinking sick when you be made healed. And the good news is you you are healed. You are not trying to be healed. It's a good fight of faith. God declares you healed, but the doctor declares you this. Whose report will you believe? Ah, boy, really, that's too much explaining me, maybe it's ulcer you identify with ulcer and then you now come you tell me again i just took your sickness one of them is inaccurate one of them is inaccurate but you can always be realistic well choose your report if you say you are sick as a man thinking it is that so is he if you say you are healed and telling you so uh, many people doctor told them this they said nope it can never be and then be it unto them according to their faith Because you have to understand, the moment you give in, and you begin to admit what the doctor said, for a start, you are are living in doctor's reality. So you're beginning to identify with the sickness. And that's more dangerous. In fact, it's more dangerous. Because this is now the healed of God, telling himself that he's sick. But you I really, really have it. But since the word of God says, Jesus really, really took it. Let's, let's, let's be realistic. Yes, I'm mean being realistic. Is in Isaiah chapter 53. Jesus took it. Eh? I mean, what other is there? Isaiah chapter verse 5. So my point is this: the gospel is Jesus took all your sicknesses. The same way he took all your sins by equal token. You should hate sickness the same way you hate sin. If you hate sin so much you don't hate sickness, then you still don't understand the fullness of the gospel. He took it by the same token. Don't be that I always say, hey, hey, hey that brother, you are always. You hate sin so much. But when it comes to sickness, you think it's not. Back in school, I've shared this to you over and over. My and me, went to fellowship one time, and then there was, there was this brother who was having stomach pain. And then I said, bro, you know what? I'll pray for you right now, and you'll be healed. He said, nah, nah, nah. He said, God is using sickness to teach him a lesson. That is not scripture. God will never, ever. Bible says that when <laughs> Let no man say when he's tempted that God is one you know. It can never be God. God is the deliverer. Think God, listen, you think God will send Jesus to go through that pain so that He can take care of your sickness. You not think that same God is using that same pain to teach you a lesson. You don't even have a good opinion about God. It can never be God. You don't even understand the love of God. But when you can't do something wrong, if you did something wrong, Jesus took the penalty of of, of what you did wrong. God doesn't affect his people with sickness. It can never be God. But in God, the Bible says he would be father love. He just dies exactly. But this the God and the stop, they comfort me. Exactly. It's in the scripture. Does sickness comfort people? <laughs> Do you think God used it? No, no, it can't be God. God doesn't use sickness, he doesn't use accident. When it when it comforts, when it's road and stop, comfort you. He exactly, comfort. God corrects you, correct you in love. It comforts you. It doesn't give you more pain. God doesn't afflict you. And bless that if you know that God is not the one afflicting you, so that you can know that God is your deliverer. God loves you. And then when you go through pain, God doesn't like it. That's why like before they give back to you, God allowed Jesus to come before they give back to you to settle all of these things on the cross so that when you go born again, gate, you are just resting in Jesus' finished works. I'm going to wrap up now. A good preacher i up seven times. <laughs> this is my last wrapping up. The Bible says once again in Psalm 1, 3, he forgives all. All is in your Bible. Don't tell me if it's edict, you can pray for it because the next line says he heals all your diseases. Do you think that includes cancer? Do you think that includes HIV? Do you think that includes what the doctor said about your genotype? For me personally, I really all these times we've been talking about genotype. Hey, you know people just amplify so many things, and that's the thing. You need to know who you are here. Hey, hey, doctor said this. They are this. They are this, and then we do so many segregation. You now say believers in oh, my girl. You, you are SS. How will you now do with your life? I don't know who told you you are SS because if you want to go with the scriptures report, if the only thing you know about your health. Listen, if the only thing you know about your health is what the scriptures say about your health, you will never be depressed when it comes to your health. Hey, what if you have corona? You are you have corona, and the only thing you have is just maybe you have normal um, body temperature, or maybe you overwork yourself, and I go, and go What if it's corona? Or just you just cough, <laughs> you say, hey, hey, I don't have corona. For you to be afraid that you may be sick. That's even another thing. So, you know what? I'm teaching about sickness, uh, not to be sick. I can believe in the healing power of God. I can rest in what Jesus has done. But there's another thing called fear of not being sick. You shouldn't even enter that area. Feed on what the word of God says about your life. Feed on what the scripture says about your life. Jesus forgives all of your sins. If you're listening to this, your body again, all your sins are forgiven because Jesus died, for you to think all your sins are not forgiven, then you are still negating and ignoring what Jesus did on your behalf all your sins are forgiven in fact, forgiveness of sins follows healing of diseases. there is a place in the book of Mark Jesus wanted to heal this guy they dropped from the ceiling, Jesus said um, Holy Spirit Jesus said your sins are forgiven rise up, take up your mat and walk, Jesus technically showed the man that yeah your sins are forgiven, so now your diseases are healed as well. Forgiveness of sins is very important to the believer. He needs to know his sins are forgiven so that he doesn't start feeling as if the reason why he's going through sickness is because of maybe he's done something wrong, maybe he deserved it, maybe because of his mistake. No, 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 no. You can't be, you can't if for you to think you're suffering today that God is afflicting you with something because of your what you've done wrong again, you still don't understand what happened on the cross. Because Jesus didn't do anything wrong. You are doing something wrong, and then you are expecting judgment in the future. But if you are expecting judgment in the future after Jesus took all judgment, then you don't understand what He did on your behalf. I really wish God would raise more preachers in this time that will tell people more about what Jesus have done on their behalf. Don't negate what He did. Innocent right? you know, Saint Jesus chose to go through those pain so that today, when you make mistakes, when you even though you shouldn't. But what if you make mistakes? Jesus took the consequences. So you don't have to, say, oh my God, I may not get married anymore. I may not get married to a good husband. Because what I in not past. No, 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 no. Jesus took all, all the penalty of your sins on the cross. And he wants you to be conscious of his new life. Behold, all things have passed away, all things have become new. It's the same thing about your sickness. Don't identify with sickness. Don't identify with what the doctor says doctor's opinion they are trying their best i'm not against any doctor it's just that i just believe the word of god about what any doctor says so let the word of god be your reality let the word of god be your reality father we thank you we thank you because in this gospel in in the gospel of christ lies the power that will transform our lives we thank you because you you decided to remind us today that our reality is in your word and not what any other person says is not in any doctor's words. Is in your own word. The Lord, we thank you because you are the half and Omega of our lives. Only your words have the final say over our lives. We thank you because your people are coming into the consciousness of who they are in Christ. And then from now, they will begin to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out demons. Because freely have they received, so they will give freely. We give you all the praise, Lord. I pray for everybody who is going through pain or the other. Who has one ailment or the other, according to doctor's word, or who is feeling a physical pain right now? Because Jesus took all of these things on their behalf. I command the healing power of God to manifest in their lives right now. In the name of Jesus, I declare you healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Freely have we received. So I'm giving the healing power of God freely right now, according to your word, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus thank you precious father we give you all the praise in jesus beautiful name i be prayed and those people say amen thank you so much your spirituality god bless you abundantly we won't be having the next session because today's our academy starts today so the class will start around 11 a.m when you pay canada time 5 p.m nigerian time so there is no second session today the next session will be by 11 p.m no afternoon session on monday wednesday and Saturday for the next two months it's going to be academic class. So, we're not going to have the general session for everybody. Only those in the academy register, who registered for the academy will be able to participate. And then it's going to be an awesome ride. God has anything in store for you guys. And I'm excited about this journey we're about to start again today. And if you have any questions, definitely just send us a DM. We have a WhatsApp community whereby we, we share information and all of these things. Youths from different parts of the world. We just come together and then we rub minds together we share information and everything. if you want to be a part of our WhatsApp community send us a dm somebody will walk you through through your procedure it's been an awesome ride make sure you have a lovely day depending on the country you are and then i'll catch you guys when i see you guys peace god bless you amen If you have been blessed by this message, we invite you to partner with us to send the gospel of God's love to all nations. Send us an email on True Spirituality at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all social media platforms True Spirituality Network on both Facebook and Instagram, T Spirituality on Telegram, and Akimika on YouTube. So, cash up with all our podcasts, search for Akimika on all major platforms, including Spotify audio mark and anchor as you feed on God's love for you allow his love to cast out every fear and remember it's not about you it's all about Jesus